Praise the Lord. It's such a beautiful day, amen, for us to be able to come together, amen, from our studio to enjoy another episode of Kingdom Concept with you, amen, our faithful audience. We thank you for being with us today. I'm in the studio with my wife, Eliana, and we're so honored, amen, that God brought you here today, amen, to enjoy this moment with us, amen. And I know that many of you, you're a part of Kingdom Concepts, and, and if these messages have been helping you and helping develop you and your character, Man, we want to know, amen. Please, you know, uh, send yes. us a note and let us know how this is helping your life, amen. Another way that you can show us is by liking and subscribing to this channel, amen. It gives us, amen, a sense of knowing exactly what's being done, how it's affecting those, amen, that are receiving it. And it's important to us, amen. You're important to us. Yes. So please like and share this if you're enjoying this, amen, because we want to help as many people as we can. You know, before we step into what the Lord's put on our heart, a couple of events that I want to bring to your attention. This one's coming up real soon, and it's August 21st. What is this? It's our women's uh, meeting. It's going to be so excited. I'm excited to have Pastor Kathy from HD Church in Valeno coming. We are going to have a morning full of God, full of power, full of everything that you need to hear. Amen. This is the Woman's Accelerate. Amen. This is a ministry that the Lord had birthed within the heart of my wife. And I'm telling you, this thing yes. has been growing and moving. I'm telling you, ladies from all over the body yes. of Christ, different churches come together. And these meetings are always life-changing. I'm just, uh, i almost jealous because we're, we're seeing God do things with our men. But, man, you ladies are pioneering. And so this is a wonderful event. It's coming up again August 21st, it's a free event, amen, so we would love for you to be a part of it. All the information is on our website, amen. And then also, for the men, hoorah, we have the Red Line Men's Retreat coming up, amen. This is October the 8th through the 10th, and this is going to be, Sorry. amen, in Heartland. Uh, this is an awesome uh, gathering of believers, amen, men of God, amen, 13 years old and mm -hmm. up. And every time we've done a retreat, I'm telling you, nobody comes off that mountain the same. Mm -hmm. Amen. We always have an encounter with God. And this helps us to grow together as men of God, as brothers in Christ. Amen. I see a lot of great relationships, covenant friendships that are forged at this event. Amen. And the speakers and the word that is brought forth is always going to leave a mark on your life. And so whether, uh, you know, you're a brother and you'd like to go, we want you there. Ladies, your husband might need some help. Amen. Go online, register him. We would love for them to yes. come and be a part of this. You know, it's, it's, and it's very inexpensive. I think it's like 220 bucks, you know, for these three days. Amen. The meals are included. Amen. You got a, you know, a, 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 the lodging, everything. Amen. That's not a whole lot, you know, to receive a life That's change. Not. And I know for men, sometimes it's hard for us to put a value in ourselves. We're always wanting to work and do things to benefit our families, our wives, or others. This is a moment, amen, where we need to come together as men, men on the mountain, amen, because we're going to receive something from God, and it's going to, it's going to bless amen. our homes and our families. So I'd love for you guys to be a part of that, amen. Red Lines Men Retreat, amen. And also remember the Women's Accelerate meeting. Ah, two powerful events, it's gonna amen. Be great. It's going to be great. You, you know, know, you know, with and you sharing those things, it just really uh, just reminds me of what we're going to be talking about. You know, how important it is to take that time to invest in yourself and to take that time to uh, not only invest in yourself, but you're investing in yourself for your future. You're investing in yourself for your call. Mm -hmm. You know, things like this, like sitting down and, and um, 
you know, listening to a message, just 25 minutes, you know, in 25 minutes that you're sitting listening or walking around listening or maybe even jogging or maybe you're exercising today while you're listening to these uh, messages, that's you investing in your future. Mm -hmm. That's you investing in putting something inside of you for later. So if it's whether if it's sitting down listening to a free podcast or going to an event, going to something that you might need to pay for, mm -hmm. what you pay for now is, is it's, it's not just for the weekend, it's a lasting effect. Yeah. And so it's so important to make sure that you're, you're doing these things. So we, we just enjoy being able to come and do this and we enjoy uh, knowing. So like he said earlier, please make sure you send us uh, messages. I love hearing when you know this happened or that happened or how they enjoyed this or enjoyed that that we shared or somebody else on the program shared. It's just been a, such a blessing to hear the testimonies coming out. Yeah, and we like knowing where you're where you're uh, where you're watching this program from. You know, we got people from Pakistan, India, yes, you know, all over the place. Uganda. And so, yeah, Africa, uh, the nations, amen. And that is our desire, amen. Because how many know? No matter where you're at. God knows where you're at, amen. He's the one that planted you there. He's the one that placed you there, amen. And God has a purpose for your life. And that's what we're going to be talking about these next couple yes. of weeks is we're going to be talking about your purpose, amen. There's a place that God has already created for you to be. That's right. And there's a destiny that's waiting for you, amen. And what's beautiful about purpose is you know, you have a reason to live. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people, they don't know what that reason is. You know, just uh, this last Sunday, you know, I asked this question at church. And I already knew the answer when I asked the I question. I was very surprised. Oh. I was very surprised. I wasn't surprised because I've asked the question before. And it's and it's and the response has usually been the same. I asked this question. And it's a question I want to present to you today. Do you know right now what is the thing that God wants to be doing with your life? What is, what is your purpose right now? Do you know, amen, how God wants to use you right now? Amen? Answer that question for yourself. I asked that question on Sunday. I said, how many of you know? And I asked, how many of you do not know? And I'm telling you, when I asked how many of you know, I'm telling you, it was just a handful of hands. Maybe like 25% people raised their hand and said they know what the call of God on, on their life is and they know what God wants them to do. But about 75%, maybe even 80% of people raised their hand. And and I, I was looking around and these are faithful people. Yo, great people. Great, faithful people, mm -hmm. you know, like in ministry, doing ministry. Mm -hmm. And they they just raised their hand that they, they didn't know. Because yeah, I've asked that question before. When I've asked people, what are the top things that you want? What are the top five things yes. that you want to see happen or that, you know, you, that you would love to, to see uh, manifest? And always, always, hands down, nothing even comes close. Number one thing is people say, I want to know what the will of God yes. is. Uh -huh. I want to know what God wants to do with my life right now. And I'm telling you, God wants you to know how he wants to use your life right now. And I'm not going to get into everything we talked about on Sunday, but I will say this, that destiny begins where the will of God is known. Mm -hmm. Amen. And what's beautiful is that God uses vision, amen, to show us what his will is. And that's why it's so important, amen, that you be a part of a local church where there is a vision. The Bible says over in Proverbs, without a vision, people perish. You know, vision, amen, is for you to have, uh, you know, a sight, a dream. It means to have a revelation, amen, because where you have revelation, you know, you have a life-giving word, amen. God causes his word to come alive, and when you have revelation, amen, 
things change from being a logos, a written word, to being a rhema, a living word. It's alive to you. Amen. And so when it comes to this area of purpose, you have to you have to have the vision that God has for your life. You have to connect with the plan that he has for yeah. you. And so being a part of a local church especially, that church, God's given that pastor a vision. Pastors are vision casters. Amen. Ministry leaders, they're vision casters. And to be involved in the will of God is for you to be involved in that vision because God will fulfill what he wants to do in your life on a personal level as you are involved with him on a corporate level. It always happens. And, you know, when it comes to your life, every one of us are spending our life doing something. Mm -hmm. And you want to make sure that you're spending your life doing the thing that God created yes. you to do. Because there's no safer place to be That's right. than in the perfect will of God. That's right. And there's no greater joy than when you know that you're doing what you were born to do. And, you know, the will of God is not something that's hidden from you. Mm -hmm. It's not. It's, the will of God is something that God constantly is trying to put in front of you mm -hmm. because he wants you to obtain it. You know, I didn't grow up in a Christian home. I grew up in a, in a, a Catholic home. I grew up in a home where we were constantly in church. We constantly did things. I praise God for the parents that I have that had had Wonderful. me in church all the time, but I still didn't know the will of God for my life, you mm -hmm. know. But I could see back in my life, and I could see back, you know, because my parents made sure we were at every youth group. We were at youth retreats, Catholic youth organizations, mm -hmm. CYO. We would go to these youth organizations and youth retreats, and I remember feeling the calling of God on my life. Mm -hmm. I remember those feelings like something's different here. I, mm -hmm. I could feel the Holy Spirit drawing me and I could feel the Holy Spirit uh, uh, trying to change my life and just guiding me along the way. At that time, I didn't have a mentor. I didn't have somebody that was telling me, hey, this is what that meant. Mm -hmm. This is what the Holy Spirit's trying to share with yeah. you. And, you know, once I got saved and I looked back, I'm like, yeah, you can see that it. was you... your voice. Mm -hmm. That was you calling me. So mm -hmm. it's never, you're never too young mm -hmm. to know the will of God for your life. You're mm -hmm. not. God could tell you what he's called you to do at a very young age. Mm -hmm. He, he. He's, my children, since they were very young, they knew what they wanted to mm -hmm. do. They knew what they wanted to do in God. They yes. did. And because it was a cultivating, it was a, a something that we as parents put inside of them to bring out to them. And, and I could tell that my daughter is doing that now with my grandsons. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'll just share a story. Yesterday, I walked by the office and my grandsons were, my two older ones were in the office today, uh, yesterday, and which is nice. Sometimes they get to come in. And so I walked in, and he's sitting down by the children's director's uh, office. She's sitting there, and she's talking to him about a play, you mm -hmm. know, that, that uh, he needs to audition, and that he, these, these, this play has parts, and he has to sing songs. And I passed by, and he's like, I don't want to be singing in front of people. I don't want to sing in front of people. <laughs> and then she said, well, you, he said, she said, you have to audition in front of me, but then you're going to have to sing in front of the church. He goes, okay, as long as I... I, you know, don't have to audition in front of everybody. Mm -hmm. He goes, I'll think about it. And that was that, you know. So I walked away, and then I had an opportunity to be with him by myself, and we were driving to the school or driving home from the school, and I said, hey. I said, you know, I said what, what uh, Elizabeth was saying to you. He goes, yeah. I said, I said, you do know, I said, that you have a voice to sing. I mm -hmm. said, and you could sing. 
and he and he had this little voice. I just I just you know how that voice when you that there's a conviction there. Yeah. And he goes, I know. I said, Well, you do. I said, You know that the call of God on your life is not for you; it's for others. I said, and what God put inside of you is for somebody else. I said, so would you pray about it? He goes, yeah, I'll pray about it. Because he goes, I said, you know you could sing. He goes, oh, yeah, I know I could sing. <laughs> so he knew it, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's that cultivating. It's that you're 10 years old and you're being taught, go after the will of mm-hmm. God. Go after what God has for you. And, and that's so important, you yeah. know. So we're, we're sitting here. Maybe you're not 10 years old, but we're telling you, go after what God calls you to do. Go mm-hmm. after those things of God. Go after the things that please God, and you will always be satisfied in life. And, and God will show you what it is because, you know, if you're taking notes, write this down. Your calling is not your decision. Mm-hmm. It's your discovery. That's right. Amen. God will reveal details, amen, that uh, just cause the picture that he's painted for your life to become that much clearer. God will cause you to see what he sees Amen. But then you're faced with a choice. It's not enough to yes, know the will on. of God. You have to choose to go after it. You have to choose to fulfill it, you know. But I want us to begin. Let's let's go to the word of God. Jeremiah 29, 11. Amen. If you have your Bibles, amen, pull that Bible out. Amen. I want you to go to Jeremiah 29, 11. And I'd love for you to, to read that, um, sure. Eliana. Uh, in what version? Uh, you can read it in the Amplified. I love the Amplified in there. For I know the thoughts and plans that I have for you, says the Lord, thoughts and plans of, for welfare and peace and not for evil, to give you hope in your final outcome. Oh, I like the way that says yeah. that. In your final outcome for your future. I love that. Yeah, the King James, it says to give you an expected end. An expected end. I mean, God always has something good in your future. And that's the thing that Satan does not want you to be aware of because he always wants you to look at what you've had like that's the best. And you're trying to get something back that you had to where God's got something new for you every day. But it's knowing that God's looked at your life. And when he created you, amen, God began uh, from before you were in your mother's womb, before the foundations of the world, his plan for your life, amen, and the creation of your life and your purpose. It started before earth was even created. And then once God came to the end of your life, what your life would be, that, that, that last breath, once God, you know, authored your life and then came to the place where he's seen where your assignment on this earth finishes, that's where God began, amen, in birthing you into this earth, amen. It was after he finished creating your purpose. And so for us, it's us connecting with what God sees. Notice that God said right here, he says, I know the plans I have. He's just waiting for us to discover that. And you will have moments where you come into contact with the living God. And God will reveal himself to you. And you have a choice what you do with that encounter. I've seen people that have run after God with everything that they have. And at the same time, I've seen people do absolutely nothing other than have a relationship with God, but they don't serve him. Mm. And I think one of the greatest examples of that is found um, over in uh, the book of Genesis. I believe it's Genesis chapter 5, where you have the, you know, uh, this is the beginning. You know, this is Adam and Eve started having children. And so here in in Genesis chapter 5, there's two individuals I want to point out, and I want you to see the contrast right here in their lives. 
you have uh, over here in verse 21, Genesis 5, and it says, And Enoch, come on, he lived 60 and 5 oh, years that guy. and begat Methuselah. 365 years, you know, uh, you know, Enoch lived. And it says in verse 24, And Enoch, oh, man, verse 22, I can't skip this. I know. Amplified. <laughs> Enoch walked in habitual, habitual fellowship with God. God. I mean, this man, his habit was, I'm walking with God. I'm living for God. His habit was to stay in a rhythm with God. The Bible says, how can two walk less they Agreed. be in agreement? You have to have that agreement. He agreed with God so much. His life was so conformed to the will and purpose of God to where his greatest aspiration was just like the Apostle Paul. He said, I want to know him in the power of his resurrection. And I'm telling you, knowing God, when that is the thing that drives your life, you will fulfill the purpose he has. But this man walked with God so much and their habit was the fellowship so much to where the Bible says in verse 24, and Enoch walked in habitual fellowship with God and he was not, for God took him home with him. I mean, you think about this. One day, Enoch's in prayer and in fellowship with God, and then God just said, you know what, man, we, I, I can't let you go home. You're, you're coming home with me. And he took him to heaven. Mm -hmm. This man did not taste death. This man went from this earth right into heaven because of how powerful the relationship he, he had with God was. There are very few people, wow. you know, you have the prophet, you know, Elijah, whatever, that, uh, you know, was taken up in that chariot. You count on one hand how many people God did this with, where they went from, from here to heaven alive, you know what I'm saying, in yeah. this earth body. And at the same time, you know, you also have people that God had allowed to go to hell alive. Mm -hmm. You remember that over mm -hmm. in, uh, um, you know, with um, in the Old Testament over here when they're out in the wilderness. Achan. Yeah, yeah, with Achan, you know, and man, I mean, th those are pretty extreme things, being able to go to heaven alive, being able to go to hell alive. I mean, man, that's just uh, the, Nobody wants that. the best of the best and the worst of the worst. But uh, all right, not getting sidetracked, but let me take it back to this. <laughs> but look at this. This man had a habit of fellowshipping with God to where the Bible says he was no more. God took him to heaven. He but took him home. Let's let's go back to the to verse 22. Yeah. It says, walked, Enoch walked in habitual mm -hmm. fellowship. You know, there's so many things that are habits to people. There's habits. I have 500 habits. And if you ask my mm -hmm. friend, she could tell you all of my habits. And all <laughs> she calls me, she says that I have these things, you know. I have to have this. And I have to have that. So I have things. But so we all have those habits that we have, you know. I can't go to sleep unless the blankets are tucked underneath my Feet. That's just my habit, you know, but this is him in habitual fellowship with God. Mm. How could you, how could you not know the will of God on your life if you have, have habitual fellowship with God? Well, the thing is, this is that you will know the plan that God yes. has for you. If you know if, God. If you know God, if you're walking with him. Yes. It's not enough to know him. How many times have we, have we, have we heard people tell us, you know, I don't know why all these things are happening to my life, you know. They uh, know. They I read my Bible, and I, and I don't know why these things are happening. I pray to God. I don't know why these things are happening. But the thing is, they don't walk with God. Mm. They believe in God, but they don't walk with God. And all they're doing is living. They're not serving. There's a difference between you serving God and you living. Amen? Because you can live and, and not serve God. You can have a knowing of God and not serve Him. But I want you to see two testimonies here. Enoch 
Here's somebody whose walk with God was so powerful that death did not touch him. He mm. went straight to heaven. The Bible says that this man produced a son, mm. and his son's name was Methuselah. Methuselah. I now, love that name. When you mention the name Methuselah, this is what happens, is people always remember this. Enoch, they remember, he's the guy that God just took to heaven. He walked with God, and one day, man, he didn't come home. He went to heaven. When you hear Enoch, that's what you think of. When it comes to Enoch's son, Methuselah, this is what it says about Methuselah. Let's sum up his life. It says this in verse... Uh, 27. Yeah, uh, 27. So Methuselah lived 969 years. He was the guy that lived the longest in the Bible. Methuselah lived 969 years, and he died. That's all we know about his life. He lived long, and he died. He did not... It doesn't mention him doing anything with God, anything for God. Amen? So... I think it's safe to say that you can have relationships with people that have a strong relationship with God, a supernatural, habitual relationship with God in your life, amen, can still uh, go somewhere that God is not. You know what I'm saying? So it's not enough. You can go to a great church, but if you are not engaged in what that church is doing, your life, you're going to live long and you're going to die. That's it. And you know what I'm saying? You want to have more of a testimony than Methuselah. Amen. I would rather be known for the moment I lived on the earth and served God. Amen. Than for me to be known for I lived long, but I didn't do anything that anybody can remember. Because you will be remembered for something. Amen. And when it comes to your life, I've learned that people that are remembered the most are the ones that found the will of God and they pursued that purpose all the days of their life. And it doesn't matter if they live for a long time or if they live for a moment. I've seen people, I've seen lives, let me say this, and, you, and you've been there with me. I've seen lives, I've seen children that live for less than an hour, born and live for less than an hour, and I've watched those children's lives change the lives of several people, amen, just by that one hour mm. that they were on this earth. It marked a man, a woman, their mother, their father, and other family members. It marked them for life. And I'm not saying bad. I'm just saying that it's amazing how a life can mean so much. And so it's not just about having life, but it's like what does your life accomplish and who does your life touch? And so we want to be a people that we That's connect right. with when God, when we have that encounter with God, that we connect with that purpose, there's a reason for us, there's a reason for God appearing to us. Mm -hmm. And when you, when you run after that purpose, oh, great things take place. That's right. Oh, I'm I cannot wait for us to step into the next episode. I'm telling you, you do not want to miss next Monday's episode because... I want to talk about the Apostle Paul over in Acts. Okay. When he's given the account of what happened to him on the road to Damascus, you know, and, he, and he's sharing with King Agrippa, he's being judged and he's sharing, hey, this is what happened. And the Lord told Paul, he said, Paul, he says, you know, why are you persecuting me? And he said, who are you, Lord? He said, I'm Jesus whom you're persecuting. And then the Lord tells him, for this reason, he said, I'm appearing to you. Mm -hmm. And it's like he gave Paul 
you know, what was his life's purpose at that moment. Yeah. Oh, and, he, just, and, and he's a great example of yeah, somebody. It's going to be awesome. He's I'm a great, you, don't yeah, want to miss it. He's a great example of somebody doing what they thought was good for God. And then God said, no, 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 let me just, let me show you the way. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Amen. We don't want you guys to miss out on any of this. Amen. So again, if you guys have enjoyed being here with us, thank you so much. It means a lot to us. We'd love to hear from you. Amen. And also, man, it, it'd be a great honor. Amen. If you would allow us to help you even further. Amen. By liking and subscribing to this channel. Amen. Sharing it. Amen. We want to help people. People just like you. People just like That's us. Right. Amen. We love you. And we thank you, amen, for being with us today on Kingdom Concepts.